On this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast, we will go over the best and worst from week 11 of the NFL, as well as discuss the scuffle between the Detroit Pistons and the LA Lakers this past weekend, and the Isaiah Stewart and LeBron James suspensions. Were they justified? Is the NBA protecting the king? We'll discuss all this and more in this week's edition of Out of Bounds. Hey, welcome to episode 27 of the Out of Bounds podcast. Unfortunately, the big three is not in full effect today. You know, we're having some travel issues with our guy, Noah Austin. At the time of this recording, he's still stuck in traffic out in um, Atlanta streets. We wish him to get home safely. But, you know, we still had to come through for you guys for another episode as I'm hearing police sirens in the background. Yeah, my window is shut. I mean, that's that's Philly for you, man. That's good with Philly, man. Like, like Philly, like Philly's like New York or something during the holidays. Like, it's the holiday season. Like, who's getting like who's fight? Who's getting shot? Like, what's happening? I honestly don't know. It's like, like, shouldn't you be in Turkey right now? Like, I don't, I don't understand, man. Like, I, I really don't. Like, it's the holidays. Like, chill out with all that. Like take exactly. a day off from gang banging. Exactly. You know, talk to the dream chasers. We know you got the connections, Don. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah, but as I was saying, the big three are 49 for the fact, but you still have two thirds of the big three, two all stars in our own rights. Myself, Liddell, the fashionista, and a man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. After um after seeing the Sixers win and the Eagles win this uh this um past weekend and having um the Philadelphia Union um soccer league. Uh so, so we just skip it hockey. So we just skip it hockey. Hold on. I was gonna get to that and hockey, you know, we doing our thing. Season just started, so it's like it's whatever. What's the flyers record right now? <laughs> it just got dark out of nowhere. <laughs> that was <laughs> oh, there we go, timed out. But um God, I'm not I even feel sure that the the Flyers record. To be honest, I've never been to a hockey game. I have, but that's because I was working at Madison Square Garden at the time. Mm-hmm. But that's not a hit nor there. But um, ladies and gentlemen, you just got to miss out a funny moment. Donnie's, if you're on audio, I feel sorry for you guys. Please check us out on YouTube at the Tuck Podcast Network. My guy Donnie's license went out for a second. The dream changer just cut him off. You know, that's, my, uh, that's my TV, you know. I'm downloading something right now. <laughs> Is it legal? Yeah, it's legal. Okay, because, you know, I'll just, just assume, like, who knows? Like, you could be pirate. That's not in my business, you know? Like, you got to do what you got to do. No, no, I, I, uh, I do know somebody who still uh, burns CDs and stuff like that. And I'm like, my guy, you you make money. Just pay $10 for Spotify. I w- oh yeah, that's OD. I would say this though. I'm want like I'm looking for a website that pirate like new movie releases, because now that the pandemic and everything like outside is over, Disney is acting real funny money, and they want to put some of the best releases out in theaters. Oh, I mean, I don't want to wait to see the. I don't want to go to the theaters and see the Eternals. You know, I yeah, want to yeah. see. I, it I got the on. for you. We, we can All get. Right. I can give you the information off of here. I got the. I say less. Say less. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Okay, so um, as I was saying, unfortunately, no, he's not with us at the time. 
of this recording. Who knows? He could pop up because you know how no dude. He's a third eye. That's Kyrie. Well, you don't want to be called Kyrie, Kyrie no more. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't want to be called Kyrie. Kyrie. He, he pops up when he wants to. <laughs> yeah, but I represent for our boy. As you see, I'm, I'm rocking the glasses as he would normally do. You know, represent for our boy. You know, um, but um, most of all, like the big three will be back at full effect next. Um, at, what time? Next Wait, week. what they do? No, all blow. Yeah. Next Wednesday, next Wednesday, because we upload every Wednesday now instead of every Tuesday because you know you have to like get time, you know, to like have all the games of the week wrap up in the NFL. Which brings us to our first topic of today's episode: the best and worst from Week Eleven of the NFL. See, I almost got tongue tied there, but I still find a way to segue through to it. So, <laughs> what's your best from Week Eleven in the NFL, Donovan? Uh, I already know my, it's pretty obvious, but you know, yeah, my best is Jalen Hurts, you know, and the uh, the the oh, offensive wow. line of the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, they I don't know what they ate the night before, but those cats were out there balling, and we're going to need all these games we can get if we're going to have a shot at that seven seed. Uh, playoff spot. Now, personally, I don't think we should make a, a play for the playoffs. I think we should wait and just get that high draft pick. But I, I know a lot of people in the city feel the no. I, I'm gonna let you continue before I interrupt. But I'll just that's no, no, tech. please. That's Go a tag right there. So let me get this straight. Yeah, you rather get a draft pick? With mind you, there's no guarantees in the NFL draft. Absolutely. You rather. There's no guarantees in the draft. So you rather get yeah. a draft pick rather than a high draft pick rather than make the playoffs and see what happens? Well, you have a rookie head coach and a quarterback of Jalen Hurts who basically, let's be for real, if he does not get the Eagles into the playoffs, chances are he's not going to retain the starting QB job next season. I mean, so, so would it be better for not only the uh, development of your quarterback, but for a young head coach to, like, Get this team to play. I would, a team I that nobody that. would make the playoffs and get I, the. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the the development of our quarterback. I mean, yeah, having playoff playoff experience works wonders, but to to say that, I mean, if if we get in the playoffs, we're not going to do nothing. I think a lot of people know that. Um, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Crazy, crazy things have happened. Come on, I'm supposed to be the optimistic, passionate uh, Eagles fan. The Cleveland Browns won a playoff game last year. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Hello? I mean, I'd rather get that high draft pick and get another asset to for Jalen yeah. Hurst to throw to. Because Jalen... If you get a high draft pick, like that guy. If you get a high draft pick, it's going to be a quarterback. That's what they're going to do, like... They go take a I mean, personally, I, f- I feel like the the disruption. You know, to me, there's really like no quarterback that stands out, but yeah, exactly. I but I, I feel like this is a we're gonna see how Jalen Hurts performs. I mean, he 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 has like I think 11 or eight rushing touchdowns this season, um, the most so he. He he's like he's performing well, but then again he's not. Oh, so let me verify that. Yeah. So I, I think it's like in 
it's I'm undecided of what to do with Jalen Hurts, and I feel like a lot of people are. So we're just playing it week by week and just see how it falls into place. But I I don't think I don't know. I just I don't want us to get our hopes up for us to make it to the playoffs with this incomplete team just to lose. So I I mean I feel like play it out, see what happens, but don't get your hopes up. You're right. He does have eight rushing touchdowns. He's actually on pace to rush for over a thousand yards. Yeah, so it's that's impressive. He has like I think eight hundred plus uh, so far right now. Six hundred eighteen rushing yards in eleven games. Six hundred eighteen. So, so he should definitely three, do it. Ran for three rushing touchdowns last week. Um, I mean, there's nothing I can say about the guy. The guy is performing. He has his on and off days. And yeah. last week was an on day, so but he's he's still the best of the week. I respect that. In regards to my best of the week, it has to be Jonathan Taylor running back for the Indianapolis Colts, who's basically who's <laughs> basically bringing running backs back, you know, because outside like guys like Derrick Henry, people swear that the running back position is dead, that this that you don't need no running backs, you don't need to invest in the position anymore. Running backs don't matter. As far as the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, that's been proven to be a false because our running game has been trash. You know, since we have JK, since we have Gus Edwards, you know, Justice Hill, and those guys. So, John Taylor, man, like, do have five rushing touchdowns. Five rushing touchdowns. The crazy thing is, I decided to start Derrick Henry this uh, year, this week. And I saw that. Hold on. Was, <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's definitely a tech. That's definitely a tech. I got to remove, I gotta remove you for like a minute. <laughs> that's a tech. That's was, a second tech. <laughs> Hold on. This man right here. Let me see. This man right here. He was available. He's on IR, Donnie. He, he was available last week. Now he's on IR. Bro, he's been on, on, on IR for like two weeks. Why do you think they brought right, Adrian so, Peterson? So, who just so got released? Now, so now I got to sue ESPN Fantasy League because on the app they said he was available. No, nigga, like, it's, just, it, it's just a Google search away. Like, you know, see, I get like, the, the updates from my phone and bro, they fucked me over then. The, maybe your phone is like two weeks behind because I don't understand <laughs> how you can. <laughs> So now yeah, I, I'm up. blaming this. I'm blaming this on uh, ESPN Sports app, uh, Fantasy Sports app, because there was a second where he was available, and I'm like, oh well, I probably should have put him in, but that's not the case. The case is I, sh- uh, Jonathan Taylor was available as a free agent. What and league are you in that Jonathan Taylor is available as a free agent? I'm in a league with dumbasses. Okay. <laughs> See, this is why I fucking fantasy football, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in I'm in a league with dumbasses. But the yeah, I, I, I should have picked him up and now Derek Henry, my star guy, is on injury reserve. So it's I met Jonathan Taylor out of the running back factory at the University of Wisconsin. No, he went to Stanford. Did he go to Stanford, Wisconsin? I think he went to I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Stanford. I think he, he went to Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, he had 32 carries for 185 yards. 
5.8 yards per carry, four rushing touchdowns, three receptions for 19 yards, and one receiver touchdown. So he had over 200 yards from scrimmage on 35 touches. And he no, he, five he went to uh, Wisconsin. Oh, he went to Wisconsin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so, ladies and gentlemen, always go with your first instincts. That's the lesson for the other day. But, yeah, man, Jonathan Taylor, he's my he's my player of the week. Um, and my best of the week because they went up against the Buffalo Bills, who at the time was the number one seed. Really I believe they still are the yeah. number one seed. Top defense in the league. And he just – he had like a LaDainian Thompson type of game. So, props to Jonathan Taylor. So, with that being said, Don, I'm going to turn it back over to you. What's your worst for Week 11 in the NFL? My worst is my secondary team, the Atlanta Falcons, man. It's it, it sucks when you have both teams. That's funny how you talk so much shit about Atlanta, but you're a Falcons fan on the low. Right, that's, yeah. That's, right. that's funny to me. I mean, my guy Donald Glover is from there, you know, Stone Mountain. So, <laughs> but. It all goes back to Donald Glover. Yeah, I mean, does it not? Donald Glover could say that he watches Barney still to this day. Your ass will start watching Barney again. I do. I still. I do still watch Barney. I listen to the songs. Yeah, that being on my Spotify playlist, it's a good song. Look, I am a music journalist and a connoisseur. Okay. I know music and I know good music. My man still listens to "I Love You." You no, love not that me. song. The the, oh. the pumpernickel bread song and the uh, the green grass grows all around the the tree in the hole. Those are two good songs. So, but we that's not the case. The, the case is, I I don't know where the Falcons go from here. I don't know. Like, do they trade Matt Ryan at the end of the season, or do they, I mean, he did just sign a contract not too long ago, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So it's, I mean, they, they should have drafted a quarterback last year. The same with the uh, Steelers. It's like they're holding on to these relics of the past. It's like Noel said, they should have drafted Justice Justin Fields, who unfortunately he he injured his um ribs against my Ravens. So. I wish it was but speedy recovery. Instead, they, they went with uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, who, who's a pretty but, good tight end, but yeah, he, he's not having. But he's having. He's only had one touchdown this whole season, and there's only been two times where he scored over, I think, eighty yards, and that's when uh, Calvin Ridley was out. So maybe he might see an upside swing now that uh, Calvin Ridley is still out, but. I mean, he's still having a good year, though. 43 catches, 635 yards. Like, yeah. He's on pace for over a thousand. But as a for a tight end that was supposed to be toted as the greatest tight end to come out, I just wish they would have given him more time. I mean, he's living up to that. Like, his, like, outside, like, the only knock against him is the lack of touchdowns. But is that really on him or is that on the quarterback? You know, what I mean, it could be a little bit of both, but I say he's mm-hmm. more so the quarterback and the and um yeah, the I mean, he's def- yeah, he's definitely getting touches and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but especially yeah. now with Calvin, really, he had to take time out for his mental health. By the way, Calvin, if you if you ever come across our podcast, we'd love to have you on one day, and um, we hope that you're getting the help that you need with your mental health because that's something that's. I feel like it's not talked about 
enough within the black community. Like we look down upon it, but props to you for exactly. So props to you on the series note. Definitely props to you for like doing what's right for your mental health, you know, and for your life going forward. So it takes a real man, you know, to admit that hey, like I need help and actually seek help at the same time. So definitely props to you Mm -hmm. on that. But uh, when you when you come back, talk talk to your team and see see what they're doing at the QB position. <laughs> and I, I like Matt Ryan, man. Like he's a pretty and because it's rare nowadays that you see quarterbacks stick it out. Like Brady, like he's the goat. He didn't stick it out in New England. You know Russell Wilson. Like we see how that's I mean, going to Seattle. Tom but, Tom Brady is a different story because that man gave that city everything. He did. And then some, so. I mean, Definitely if you want to pack his bags, who are you going to stop him? This man gave you what, like six championships? Yeah, he definitely did. But um, Atlanta man, that was a definitely a poor performance. Although it was like one of the earlier games of Week Eleven because it's a Thursday nighter. But mm. yeah, to get shut out against the Patriots not on prime time. Yeah, that's not good. In regards to like my worst of the week, my worst of the week is the most recent game, the um for the closeout game of week eleven of the NFL. Now it's the Giants Bucks game, and it's the performance of Mr. Daniel Jones. You know, because um right now it's not looking good for him. It was kind of unfortunate because like a lot of his key weapons are hurt, Saquon, Kenny Galladay, you know, guys like that. The offensive line is still subpar. But um I mean, last time I checked, they still had Darius Slayton, right? Yes, they do. And um, Kadarius Tony has been a rookie that's been, like, you know, stepping up, you know, taking advantage of his opportunities. But Danny Jones, man, he's he's just he's just turnover prone, you know, and that's he, one he thing that you cannot be, be the quarterback. The next coming of Eli, like he was supposed to be the successor. So yeah, he was he was definitely supposed to be the successor, but everybody knew like. When he was first drafted, like, why are they taking this quarter, this QB out of Duke? Like, is this the best that you, that they could do? You know? And, um, yeah, just so for that he's just not living up to the billing so far, you know? Like, they and they tried, you know, they definitely tried. Um, Saquon did play last night, excuse me, um, six carries, 25 yards, you know? They decided to try to, like, get him into rhythm. But even the Saquon pick, you could look at, in retrospect, it started off promising, but he's just been a rubber that just can't stay healthy, you know. And we've seen, you know, it's unfortunate that how you could be a running back at the top of your game and then you're gone just like that. We've seen it with Le'Veon Bell, we've seen it with Todd Gurley, and it looks like we're gonna be soon seeing it with Saquon. But Daniel Jones, actually, I'm gonna just go. On, I'm gonna just say the whole New York Giants franchise, like it's just not looking good, you know, because it's been like a long ass rebuild. It's been a long time since they've been to the playoffs. Actually, their last playoff game was the the yacht game. Do you remember the um the yacht game? That when the Giants uh, and the Packers when in the they, playoffs. When they, yeah, when they went to Miami. Yeah, they, I believe there's part with Drake and Victor Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> they've been cursed ever since that game. Yeah, yeah. They've been cursed ever since that game, man. But <laughs> I remember that game. <laughs> yeah. But David Gellman, man, the GM, I think he's definitely on the hot seat because it's like been yeah, basically what three, four years to build a playoff a playoff team, and he's failing thus far. And the NFL, 
the NFL is built on parity. It's not like the NBA. It's not like Major League Baseball. It's not like hockey, where like you have to like take time, you know, to wait for like your stars. Uh, lights went out again. You need to like take time off for like your prospects, you know, to like grow and develop. And the NFL, like the worst teams, are gonna get the top draft picks. Yeah, it's not like the NBA. We got like a lottery. You know, so you're bad. You're only supposed to be bad for like what one or two years max, and then you're supposed to like you know, so it, it makes signs of progress. It makes me wonder if it's something in the the water in New York that's like that's harmful to like their football teams. I mean, because the Giants, yeah, they play in Jersey, man. You, you should have said the Jersey swim. The Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I don't know, man. They they need a. They need a restructure. Maybe they, they definitely should do. do. And it starts with, and it starts at the top now. It starts with the GM, head coach. You know, I kind of believe in Joe Judge, but I'm not sure Joe Judge has a great command of his yeah, locker but, room. But you, you, you have those like those higher ups that like stay in those positions and don't do shit. So they do more harm than good for anything. For the football teams, yeah, people who refuse to like give up that power or some stuff like that when you ain't doing shit with it, right? But it's it definitely starts with the GM. So I think Gum is gonna be on the chopping block, and then at this yeah, point, they, like what they're three and seven, they're tied with the Seattle Seahawks, I believe, for what the second worst record, and then I feel like yeah. the Seahawks are three and seven. The, the, you got a clean line. house. You got a clean yeah. house. <laughs> Yeah, the Lions have the worst record, you know, old ninety one. So, um, yeah, it's it's doom and gloom right now in New York. Not only for the Giants, but also the Jets as well. But that's a story for another day. But in regards to like best of words, that's our best of words. Our honorable mention for me goes to Cam Newton, who played pretty well against the Washington football team this past Sunday. It's unfortunate that they didn't get the dub. But Cam is back. It's always great to see Cam on the field. It's unfortunate that it took this long. He should have been in the league. But, you know, how politics could get, you know, it comes down to pro sports. And speaking of politics and everything like that, let's move on to our second main topic of this week's episode. And most likely our final topic because this is Thanksgiving weekend and, um, and all that so. Gotta get ready for that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, um, over this past weekend, Sunday night, I believe, the Detroit Pistons and the Los Angeles Lakers got to a nice little scuffle, even though as close as a scuffle as you're going to get in the modern-day NBA. For those of you guys that don't know, LeBron James, I believe, was it Anthony Davis that was at the free throw line shooting free throws? Yeah, I believe he was at the free throw line, um, and uh, I think LeBron went to no uh, Isaiah Stewart went to box out LeBron, and I yeah. think LeBron like elbow. used an elbow or something like that. Yeah. I don't play, think it connected, but it had to connect. Oh uh, yeah, obviously yeah, it did. I thought he yeah, like, like, like you, yeah. you see this motherfucker like <laughs> I saw like, the blood yeah. <laughs> Dude, dude, like he, like he, like he did a this twelve round box. <laughs> he is. I saw the blood. Like, <laughs> what the fuck you think this is? Like you thought that was makeup? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of He bladed it. It obviously connected. I saw the blood in the eyes. So. Yeah, man. But um, 
And so for Isaiah Stewart got two game suspension from that. LeBron James got one game suspension. At the time of this recording, the Lakers are set to play the Knicks tonight. We're not gonna go into predictions for that game because both teams are subpar right now. And the Detroit Pistons, well, like Isaiah Stewart, no disrespect to the dude, but um, I don't think it really would have made a difference. <laughs> you know, because the Pistons they're in rebuild mode right now. But the, yeah. the main question coming out of this was for one, were the suspension justified for both parties? And two, is LeBron James the most protected player in the NBA? Oh. Because how is the one that's committed the violation <laughs> getting the smallest suspension? And then you Bro. got anybody coming out in the war and me and said that oh LeBron James wants to apologize and this and that. Like he tried to get his number. I mean, if if you believe the it? face of the uh the NBA you can't get a player's number, I, I find that stupid. I find that cat. I think he's just lying. <laughs> Especially when your boy is the president of the basketball, the NBA PAs. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get a fucking low rank mother uh, basketball player's number. Come on. Yeah. But um, also, you forgot to mention um, that Isaiah Stewart was also fined $950,000. I'm not saying, and to that, I say, for what? For who? Well, my old heads, y'all know. If you know, you know where I got that reference from. I, 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 I do think this suspicion is fair, and here's why. Yes, LeBron James should get a, a, a suspension for the elbow. Absolutely, 100%. But what transpired after that is all Isaiah Stewart. You bone rush um, security guards. Uh, NBA referees, your own players, staff, trying to get to LeBron James. So, so you saying he blew out of proportion? Yes, absolutely. Yep, and that's why he got the two game suspension. That's why he got the. I also think LeBron James should have been fined uh, money, but um, I, I'm not sure why that didn't happen. But yeah, he should absolutely get the two game suspension. Okay, so with that being said, do you think that LeBron James one game suspension was justified? Yes, for the elbow. That's it. Okay. LeBron James wasn't looking to attack um, Isaiah Stewart after that. Um, you saw all the aggression coming from Isaiah Stewart, and rightfully so. I mean, dude looked like he lost or not. But the thing is, with Isaiah Stewart, to be fair, he does have a history of roughhouse tactics on the court. Hmm. He does have a history of, you know, like, don't, like, you know, I believe he even, like, low blow kicked um, Luka Doncic well, one time. Wasn't he, like, I, I saw on Twitter that people were referencing another game from way back when or something like that? Well, it's not, like, way back when because he, he's only been in the NBA for, like, what, two years? Two or three so, years. Yeah, it, it was. So, yeah, you're right. He has a history. Um, But the thing is, LeBron James would have taken all the heat if he did if he decided not, um, not to go after him. That's the reason why he got the two game suspension. On top of that, you're pushing your own security, you're pushing staff, NBA uh, officials out the way. That's why he was fined. See, the thing is, and LeBron James, he very he's very cutting for this. He played he it is. cool. 
He played is. The, he played it real he cool. <laughs> like people, people don't understand. LeBron James is smart as shit, and that's the reason why he makes yeah. so much money. And he's the face of the NBA because of shit like this. He knows the ins and outs of the rules and shit like that, and he knows what he was doing. Yeah, he knows. He's very cognizant of his brand. You know, people like that can come across to be like very phony. Because they're so brand conscious. Another person that's brand conscious to me is, and this is kind of like unrelated to sports, but he was an athlete in his day, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Another who's like very, you know, brand conscious. And those are the type of people that can end up being like the best politicians. Which is funny because The Rock plans on running for president in the future. You know, yeah. so. I mean, man, Manny Pacquiao did it for... um. His country, I can't remember where he's from, but he's the, the Philippines now. The yeah, Philippines. Philippines. Yeah, but like LeBron James, he knows. Okay, like well, one, he committed the violation, so there's that. He's already in the wrong for that. Yeah, LeBron James does not have a history of being a dirty player for one, and two, he doesn't really get to like many on on the court altercations because he's smart. Exactly. So that's why he got the only. He only got the one game suspension. And that's, that's why, why he, he did paid the big bucks. Is that and that's why he didn't get fined? So no, no I, I'm I'm not. I don't feel sorry for um, Isaiah Stewart. I mean, you you got to play like LeBron. He he did. He handled it perfectly. And quite and to be quite honest with you, if I was in that position, let's say if I was the perpetrator, I did that. I'll play it the exact same way. I'm excited, like, yo, it was an accident. I didn't mean it. Like, if this dude want to want to wild out, that's why I got the, my goons on the team for it. You see, like, Russell Westbrook is with the shits. No. <laughs> he was turning <laughs> up. He also got uh, attacked. He got attacked. Yeah, he got attacked. Why he, he got found out afterwards. But, yeah, Which dude, only had his, his fist up. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but like when you're LeBron James and you're, like, the king, like, you don't really have to, like, you know, Act out, you know, because this is Isaiah Stewart. This is a dude that's what in his second or third year in the NBA. Like he's a role yeah. player at yeah. best at this point. He's young a, career, a lot so. of people were calling out, "Oh well, um, like they're giving LeBron James special treatment." Yeah, I mean, he is getting special treatment. He is the face of the NBA. I, I think a lot of people don't understand that. What that comes with a lot of special privileges and shit like that. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's a given. When you're the face of a franchise or the face of a, a company, you do have special privileges like that. It's just control your anger the next time, Isaiah but, Stewart. But if you're Isaiah Stewart, like for one, yes, that's the first thing, control your anger. But at the same time, the kid is what? He's only 20 years old. He's younger than I got no, you know. So like at this point when you're that young, like your emotions get the best, it's gonna get the best of you. He I guess he felt violated, you know, which that's understandable. But also at the same time, like young man, like if you wanna <laughs> survive in this league long term, you gotta know how to not only play the game on the court, but off the court. You know, so you cannot like, you know. Throwing down like your training staff, your assistant coaches, running around like from one tunnel to the next, trying to like, oh, yeah. you make it, you make it a fool out of yourself at that point. Like, granted, I get your frustration, but you're not making it any better. You're yeah, not making it any better. I don't, I don't think this is going to die down for a while. 
it's gonna it's gonna die down. It's, it's definitely gonna die down because of the players involved. Like Isaiah Stewart, like like I said, no disrespect to to the young man. Like there's plenty of time for him in his career. He's only a second year pro. He's averaging about seven points per game, which is like you know not bad for a player that's like you know playing like you know 15, 20 plus minutes. Like you know what I'm saying. So I'm also his per his per thirty six is pretty nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, going, he reminds me of Boogie Cousins, man, because Cousins was another hothead. Okay, I about to say, don't disrespect Boogie like that because this dude, <laughs> he's nowhere there. He's nowhere near the skill set of Boogie Cousins. No, 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 absolutely. But he, he was another hothead who just couldn't stay out of trouble. But you know what? On the flip side, this could actually be a good thing for the Pistons because how so? you're kind of – you said how so? Yeah. Because this could be the turning point. This could be the turning point of the franchise. For the simple fact that I don't say that you're young, so you don't remember this. Even though this was even, like, around the time I was born, the Bad Boy Pistons was just about done. That was the early Yeah, 90s. I've only ever heard of them. Yeah, the late 80s. My, my uh, Pistons knowledge goes far back. Um, before I even knew what basketball was, I was always a fan of the the Detroit Pistons with Chauncey Bullups and Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Prince, Ben Wallace. Yeah, yeah, so they, they were always the guys that I picked on 2K, but that's before, like, I even knew what basketball and stuff was before I, like, actually dove into it. Because you saw Ben Wallace's fro, you're like, oh, this dude look cool as fuck. No, no, um, I, I saw Bullup's number one, and that dude, I knew how to shoot with that dude on um, 2K. That's how I learned how to shoot, and he was the only dude I would shoot with, and that's how I got good and stuff like that. So shout out to uh, Chauncey Bullups, you know. Yeah, shout out to, to Big Shot Billups, and um, who's also the head coach of the Portland Trail Blazers. So, Prosim, you know, the season's also like a little bit of a shaky start with them, but there's still time. And obviously, with the new playoff format, with the playing, you know, that leaves you opportunities. You know, it's like struggle early on, and then pick still, up later. Still surprised that they're bringing that back. Um, I love the playing tournament. Do you? Yeah, and I think all NBA fans. Should love it, you know, for the simple fact that it gives teams that normally would have a chance at the playoffs, it gives them an outside shot to get in. Now, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, you know, because the Golden State Warriors, if it wasn't for the player tournament, the Warriors would have been in the playoffs last year. The Memphis Grizzlies wouldn't have, right? You know, so I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even think of it that way. It's it just seems like it's more, um, more like. March Madness, kind of. I feel like, which is fun because March Madness is fun. Yeah, because people you know? love watch. Uh, and it makes and it makes the latter half of the season worth watching because what normally happens when teams come to playoff burst, they start to rest their players towards the end of the season. It makes it so that just about every game matters. Like you, like you could be like the fifth seed, sixth seed. And let's say for instance, seven and eight is two and a half games back from the fifth and the sixth spot. Right. The, the five of the six seed, they got to, like, you know, play even harder you know, to, like, maintain their position because they could easily drop off. Just like that. Like, I remember last year, I believe the Lakers, like, what, a two seed before LeBron got hurt? And then they dropped all the way down to, uh, to seven? Just dropping, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, like, it's fun, you know? It's it's fun basketball. So, I don't mind playing tournament, but getting back to the whole LeBron thing, like, the dude was a, a politician on and off the court. Like he's very dude, grand conscious, chess. you know. And 
you can't be mad at that of wanting to protect your brand because at the end of the day, that's all you have. Exactly. And it helps when you have the media on your side, you know, because this dude got I mean, friends in high places. I, I wouldn't say he had the media on his side in, in this situation. Yes. I mean, yes, 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 because they call it play as like, you know, you know, I ain't gonna hold you. I've already been watching like first take and all that because those shoot those shows like that it's kind of like very formulaic. Like you already know what what side of the corner gonna fall on. Like you know that Skip Bayless, he's gonna like you know talk shit about LeBron, and Shannon Sharp is gonna dude, defend LeBron. Yeah, you know? this dude trolls on Twitter. Like if he didn't have a blue check mark, I would have thought Skip Bayless was just a a, a troll account of LeBron. This yeah, dude just spews everything. He go talk shit about LeBron. They go talk about the Cowboys for most of the show. That's how undisputed works. Stephen A. Smith is gonna talk loud, get stuff wrong, and talk about, oh my bad, my bad, my bad. I messed up, my my fault. You know, because he doesn't do his research, but he's very charismatic and he talks loud and people he love that. An he's entertaining. Exactly. So, so those shows are very formulaic. So I really can't say what side of the coin that they formed, but I could or I could assume what undisputed how it went. You know, like LeBron's in the wrong. That's Skip's perspective. Shannon Sharp's gonna be defending LeBron because LeBron does have a reputation of being a dirty player. I mean, but it's too blue. But do you see? Do you think LeBron was wrong in this uh, situation, or do you think Isaiah's absolutely, absolutely, LeBron was wrong because the elbow was unnecessary? Because I remember plenty of times when LeBron, the playoffs, the playing game against the Warriors, when this dude got smacked across the face and dude act like he couldn't see the rest of the game. Remember yeah, that? I mean, I, I I still remember when LeBron James was going against uh, the Sixers and he decided to push uh, be Joel, Joel Embiid out the way. So I didn't forget that. Of course you would. <laughs> so of course you remember that. But like, um, the thing is, Isaiah Stewart, he should have played the victim. That dude, he already had the blood. So all he had to do was yeah. just, lay, just lay on the floor for like yeah. a long ass and time. That was that was a lot of blood. All you had to do was just lay on the floor. Like I I know the kid is still young and stuff like that, so he'll he'll learn about this uh, later on in life. But um, yeah, dude, you should have played that shit up like they do in uh, yeah. soccer. <laughs> I'm sure it's no different than okay. Like let's say for instance, right? You're at. Um, name a big time global corporate franchise. Um, like, McDonald's. Okay, let's say first you have McDonald's, right? Yeah. The floor is wet, mm-hmm. right? And then you and then you slip. Mind you, you're not really hurt, but you know what? You better look around. Like, oh shit! I'm at McDonald's. Let me sell this shit. My ankle hurt. You remember that episode, of Mark? Ah, my back. Ah, my shoulder. Yeah. You know, like. Every day better be wrong. Yeah, you you gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. It may l- make you look like a bitch later on, but you wouldn't be suspended for two games, man. I mean, no disrespect, but no, nah, I ain't gonna say dude look like a bitch. <laughs> he he just looked crazy as fuck because <laughs> you know, like he wasn't gonna get. Dude to looked LeBron. like he should have been playing football. <laughs> he wasn't gonna get to LeBron. So like, what was the purpose of all of that, man? Like, and your he, he your... definitely could have. Um, it, it was a it, it, it was hi- highly unlikely that he would touch the kink. Security coaches, referees, other players. Yeah, but he he was bone rushing through them. I mean, but then but again, they, LeBron James has his own personal security, so yeah. 
He probably would have stepped in before that. My man was bleeding like Ric Flair. <laughs> like, that's all, that's that's how much it, it looked like his eye, like he lost an eye. That's how much blood it was. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, that's that's a lot. Yeah, like when I see Rockman fall, Landis Lewis, he had a big ass knot. That's how his nigga faces look. Well, he should have just he should just played it played it cool. Not yeah, someone played it cool. Like, look, cause LeBron was the one that played it cool. What I'm saying is, he should just like had to like to, like he just got shot with a BB gun. And if he if he, he wouldn't have been so angry and just went to the bench and had his eye checked out, LeBron James would have been suspended for two games, no doubt. Oh yeah, and then Isaiah would have got all the sympathy. Yeah, exactly. But, but the he fact showed that you. You. But he showed his ass to yeah charge at him and then knock down NBA officials at that. It's like NBA doesn't tolerate that. You don't put your hand on a, on an official, and that's what it was. So for sure, just and let plus, me learn from this. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say, man. Like um. When you have two fools, wait, how does the saying go? Some of the two fools, like, as you see two people arguing, right? It's better to be thought a fool than to yeah. remove all doubt. This nigga removed all doubt that he was a fool by the way he, by the way he handled that situation. Yeah, but so. He'll, he'll live and learn. He'll yeah, live and learn. That's all I can say. Yeah. But um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's about reach that time when Time for us to plug ourselves on the way out because this is Thanksgiving weekend. We got a dog barking, so the yeah. dog is gonna wrap it up and shit. So we're gonna listen to the dog. I'm gonna, I, dog. I, I can't say what I'm about to say on uh YouTube, but yeah, because then I'll get PETA and YouTube after me and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. but you want to hear Donnie's true thoughts, then support <laughs> us on Patreon, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somewhere where I can't be canceled. Yeah. But um yeah, man, let's plug ourselves on the way out, brother. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media, what you're working on, all that good shit. Yeah, uh, first of all, Nola's not here, but uh check down below his all his new projects. Shit is fire. At the um, No Austin. Yeah, at the No Austin. Very uh, specific oh. about that. Um, but you can follow me down below. Um, I have a couple of new projects coming up uh, over the holiday weekend and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. As for me, you can find me at Liddell the Fashionista on IG. I'm also the moderator in the True Urban Culture IG page. So I'm the person that you reach out to. You want to schedule your, if you're a publicist, you want to schedule your clients for an interview. Or let's say, for instance, you might be an artist that you just take matters in your own hands. And like, you know, True Urban Culture is pretty dope. I like how their page looks. I like their content. I want to get an interview with them. So basically, you send a DM, holler at me. We could set that up. If you need somebody to cover your events, let's say you're an artist, you have like a show and we're in your city, hit me up and we could create that, see like how we could get involved, provide Just you some event coverage. Don't be trash, though. Yeah, don't be trash. They're not <laughs> going to write articles about that. So, yeah. Yeah, and we, and we like to... Keyword true, you know, so we tell the truth over here. Yeah. So like if you're trash, we're gonna let you know you're trash. We'll let but, you know. Uh, but we're good, but we're a great judge of talent over here. We're not gonna work with anybody that we don't feel is worth being our time and it's not talented. But um with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, 
Hope that you enjoyed this edition of Out of Bounds. Yes, you got two thirds of the big three, but um, you know, it's Thanksgiving weekend, you know, you can't disappoint. Enough sports talk. Go spend it with your families and loved ones. You know, this year has been tough on all of us, so uh, yes, now is the time for uh, giving thanks and stuff like that. So, Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of giving thanks, let's do that on the way out, Donovan. What are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for Trollburn culture for uh allowing me to rediscover my uh, passion for journalism. I'm grateful for that. As for me, I'm thankful for the opportunity, you know, to be like one of the leaders of this platform to give guys such as yourself this opportunity, you know, because not only have you taken the ball, but you ran with it. And I'm excited to see like, not only how you're going to close out this year, but what 2022 has in store for you. Same goes for the no, same goes for Marie, same goes for Kenny. Same goes to, you know, everybody that's a part of the Culture family, Deja, Carissa, Tamara, Amari, who designs all of our graphics. She's amazing. Yeah, shout out to her. Tyler, our videographer. Kalo, who's a part of our Trooper Culture team. Sean, you know, who's part of Gaming Chair. Tuck Talk, you know, he also gave me great life advice while I'm going through some stuff. You know, Isaiah, our head creative director, you know, who's kind of doing his thing. You know, um... Jessica Godfrey, who's like the matriarch of Trevor Culture, thankful for her. Um, I got Groovy Lou, who's our brand ambassador. Jarius, you know, who holds it down for Tuck Fashion Week, you know, killing it with the fragrance line. Laura, who does hair, makeup for our team. Brittany, who also assists us with stays with Tuck Fashion Week. We got Taryn, who's kind of like now going to be our new consultant here at Tuck. She also does things PR related for Trevor Culture. I'm thankful for her. Thankful for my friends, my family, my health, you know, and I'm thankful for, you know, our Tuck fam, you know, those that subscribe to the channels that supports us on Spotify, yep. Google yep. Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, at the Tuck Podcast Network, our IG followers, you know, um, it's great to know that our work is being appreciated by many, and we look forward to providing more in the future, like, um, we're just getting started, you know. But um, I'm thankful for everybody that joined us on this ride. And with that being said, hope everybody have a lovely Thanksgiving. And if you love football, enjoy the games. Even though the game's going to be trash, but, hey, it is what it is. But yeah. most importantly, spend time with your family. And remember, when you're giving thanks and you're saying your prayers at the end, make sure you include this phrase at the end. Hail Hydra.